Hello, everybody, and welcome to Amuse. I'm Joe Chamis, and uh, this is episode two of uh, this podcast that is all about music, and that's as far as I've gotten. Um, it's uh, something of a variety show that's going to cover a breadth of topics um, pertaining to music, uh, but I have a few ideas. Uh, this is a sort of special episode. I'm going to be playing a little game later on, a music game, with my very special guest this evening, uh, Ms. Vicky Pisano chamis my wife, who I mentioned uh, briefly in the last episode when I was sort of talking about my background in music. Um, thanks for joining us, Vicky. Anytime. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> so um, before we get right into the game... Um, I kind of discussed, like I said briefly, a little bit about my background in music, and uh, I, I did make mention of the fact that uh, the music path sort of followed directly into my long-term relationship with you, uh, in that uh, you are a musician as well, we play music together. Can you maybe just give a little background about your uh, intro to music and, and kind of where you are at with that part of your life? Absolutely. So... Um... Well, uh, my father is a drummer, so it was in the blood from the beginning, as John Mayer would say yes, indeed. in his amazing song, In the Blood. Hmm. Anyone who hasn't heard that song, go check it out. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so dad's a drummer. Mom uh, likes to sing, mm-hmm. not like professionally, but she's she can hold a tune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she always uh, sung harmony in the background, like when we're listening to the radio. So right. I picked that up from her. Yes, indeed you did. <laughs> I can I know this from car rides with you when they turn on the radio. <laughs> so thanks, Mom. And uh, yeah, so um, I grew up, I guess, first I, I did dance as a kid. And then as I got older, I was kind of like, oh, I'm interested in music. And then it, I, I, I liked dance, but there was a part of me that's like, oh, I should maybe focus on one. So I'm not like devoting my time to something that... I'm not as good at. I was good. I was a good dancer, especially at, at tap dancing because of rhythm. I always had rhythm, so um, that really helped. But I guess I wasn't pursuing it like you know ballet or anything. So or competitively, it was just for fun. For sure. So instead of uh, the dance route, I instead concentrated on music. Starting in, well, I I took piano lessons for four or five years. I was seven years old, and then following that. About after about four or five years, I was uh, I was always not into practicing, and I was not that good of a student. <laughs> <laughs> I was a good ear. I was really good with my yeah. ears. So naturally, uh, my teacher was like, "Oh, you have a great ear." So I would memorize things, and I would just not look at the music. That seems to be the plight of almost every. Famous musician, even you know, it's like they'll they'll do music. I mm-hmm. mean, like John Mayer was a uh, who Amos. you mentioned um, earlier, yeah, and, and Tori Amos, even just artists that both of us enjoy. You know, you know, you got someone like Mayer is like went to Berkeley College of Music, this prestigious music school, and then that's ah, not for me. <laughs> but uh, here he and is. And Tori Amos, she left, or she was in like a conservatory, and then she she has like an album called Why Can't Tori Read or something. Right, so. that was one of her first, yeah. I, so I might be covering actually her new album uh, oh. on, a, on a later episode. All right. So anyways, back to the music yeah, thing. Yeah, getting off track. Um, 
I guess, yeah, I'm not so much of a reader, as you would say, but I just uh, enjoy playing for, I started just wanting to play for myself. So I said to my teacher, all right, let me play just like songs I want to learn. So I'm not interested in conservatory, just like give me Disney and stuff like that. So she was like, all right, you can play what you want. That's cool. And I was, uh, I totally had anxiety over exams. So I never did any piano exams. Mm -hmm. I was against testing for some reason. (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of funny because now I'm a teacher, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> not turns. a teacher who gives like a ton of tests or exams. So there you that's, go. That's your, probably like your, that. Your earlier disdain for testing informed your teaching style. <laughs> so I don't know. I was scared of like failing exams for some reason. I did dance exams, but I didn't do piano exams. There you go. I was always afraid of the sight reading mm-hmm. portion. So anyhow, uh, I didn't have to worry because my teacher didn't push it on me. And eventually I stopped taking lessons Took a little break and then went uh, to middle school where I was, I had to choose an instrument for band. So for instrumental class, I chose, my top choice was drums, Mm -hmm. followed by, I think, saxophone and then followed by flute. I ended up with my first choice. So I got to play the drums in my, uh, but before school started, actually a family friend of ours has had two drums kits he still does he has two drum kits so we were over at their place and his son showed me the, f- the first beat i learned to play on the drums and it was aerosmith jaded nice <laughs> yeah good choice yeah <laughs> so i learned that and then from then on i just loved playing drums and singing was always there for me kind of i was in choir i was in talent shows when I was my first ever song I performed in front of people was like you know as a solo performer was in fifth grade I sang Reflection by Christina Aguilera from yes. Mulan and uh, Disney stuff for sure. my grade six teacher was like bawling my cousin was in the audience my auntie and my mom they were all crying <laughs> left an impression <laughs> yeah so whenever I I, we have like, you know, if we ever do karaoke, my mom's like, sing Reflection. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, we'll <laughs> see if song. I can hit the note. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, and then um, when you and I met, I was like excited to play a gig outside of school, a school setting. Yes. Because like I had been, I had done a couple musicals in, uh, well, in my former, you know, elementary school. Mm-hmm. I did, I was the star of our our grade five class. Right, right. But then after you know, high school, we, I, I was part of like the pit band for one musical we made, we did. And after that, uh, yeah, just always doing solo stuff in concerts and mm-hmm. band stuff too. Or I had like a few groups I played with and, uh, yeah. So when, when you and you and I met, you offered, you gave me the opportunity to play at your open, not your open, Mike, your CD release. Yes, the, the Window EP CD release <laughs> yeah. show. I think I mentioned it briefly in the last episode. So, yeah, that was not the first time I had played, like, in a bar, but it was pretty close. It mm-hmm. was, yeah. Yeah, at the uh, the long-lost Executive R- Snooker Club. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace. We miss it. The ESC was the first place that I really started doing frequent gigs. I was actually contacted through MySpace for that. Um, uh, by a booker uh, who was from Brampton, ironically, the town where I ended up living myself in Victoria. And um, yeah, uh, it, it uh, was taken over, unfortunately, by a, uh, 
I think like a East Asian um, variety store, mm-hmm. but uh, it had been around for a long time. We got a lot of local heroes sort of got their start there. Billy Talent, I think, started out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's gone but not forgotten. I'm still I, sad. Both of us are, I think, trying to get back. <laughs> I think I mentioned this as well. We're kind of getting slowly back into the groove of, of music, so definitely need to find the local spots in our new fair city of Brampton to uh, mm-hmm. to to get our chops back. Um, so thank you for that. Um, I hope I didn't talk too much. No, no, not at all. This is, uh, this is great. Uh, because that was, um, I mean, I'm I'm sure people got tired of the sound of my voice based on the last episode. So (laughs) it's nice to have something else to break it up, break up the monotony. Um, and we are going to be doing just that for the rest of this episode because we're going to be playing a little game, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show. This is a game called Songversations. Um, it is by a um, an artist by the name of Eric Hutchinson, who Vic, Vicky and I both enjoy. We went to see a concert of his relatively recently. He sings, okay, it's all right with me. You can see she's already singing. Um, yes, and that's one of his first, uh, I think, uh, bigger hits. Okay, it's all right with me. And um, he uh, recently uh, lent his hand to producing sort of a uh, board game of sorts. And it's a part card game, part... It's almost... I don't even know if I want to call it a game because it doesn't seem like there's winners or losers, really. (laughs) The point of it is for you to have conversations about music. Um, We're all winners, Joe. So we're all winners, exactly. When you're talking about music, everyone wins. Um, You know, I have to keep believing that if I'm going to keep recording this podcast. So uh, we're going to get right into it. Um, there's a bunch of record-shaped cards here, a hundred of them, I think. There's a side A and a side B. We won't do all a hundred. No, we will not. <laughs> but um, we'll we'll kind of play through. Started. We'll play through until we uh, get tired of it. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's two ways of playing song versations. Um, the object of song versations is to have fun listening to music and talking about it. Here are two different ways to use the deck, but feel free to do whatever gets the party started. This is uh, Eric's instruction manual here. Um, The original method, which I think is um, maybe the one we'll do, is uh, start by selecting a card randomly and reading the question on side A aloud to the group. The group in this case being myself and Victoria. Um, uh, Respond to the question yourself, I guess, by giving an introduction and playing a song. Half the fun for the, for the group is not knowing what song will be played. So for heightened drama, do not reveal your song's title. Instead, <laughs> tell a little story about the song and then hit play. And he gives an example here. Amazing. What's a song you used to love but now can't stand? What ruined it for you? And the response is, I loved this song until I worked at an ice cream shop one summer. They played it constantly, and I had to hear it four times a day while I scooped. And then the example person continues on to play Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> When the song plays, others should chime in with their own stories about the song, facts about the band, questions, memories associated with the selection. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, the discussion gets started and you go around the room until everyone in the group has had a chance to choose. Luckily, there's only two of us, so it'll be probably quick for each one, which is why we can probably do the original method. The one catalyst to this is that uh, he does say that revealing the song is, is half the fun. We're both looking at a computer screen where we're going to be pulling up the songs on iTunes or YouTube. So we'll, we'll try to avert our eyes while we're doing <laughs> that. And you might hear some click clacking of, of keyboards, keyboards in the background. Yeah, But so, not, actually, not like keyboards, keyboards. 
<laughs> yeah, no, not not piano keyboards. Maybe on another episode. Yeah. Okay. Margaritaville so. would be a good one to cover <laughs> because that's uh That's one that you uh my my dad you know, with that's your my dad's, dad's band. song. Right. <laughs> that's his every time I hear that I'm like, Dad, <laughs> it's your song. Okay. So uh, we've got the cards here, and I'm going to just put this here and try not to topple it over. That's exciting. Okay. Side A is, what's a song that reminds you of high school? Ooh. Okay. You so, first? yeah, I will, I will right. go first. Oh, I have one. <laughs> um, you can laugh. Uh, and then you avert your eyes so okay. you don't see it. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm turned away and my eyes are closed. She's turned away and her eyes are closed. Um, here we go. This is a song that reminds me of high school because um, a <laughs> friend of mine, uh, Ron Schuler, who you know, was a big fan of Linkin Park. And um, I distinctly remember him and uh, another guy listening to so the story is, there was this guy, Corey, who we weren't really super big friends with, but um, he was around and he was in the class and we didn't know much about him. Um, I think he listened to mostly hip hop or, or, or kind of top 40 of the day. And um, Ron opened up his CD player one day, um, or no, Corey asked him, he's like, hey, what do you listen to? They both had Discmans. And he opened up a CD player and it was Linkin Park Live in Texas. And then Corey opened up his CD player, and it was Linkin Park Live in Texas. And um, so Linkin Park sort of reminds me of, of, of Ron and, and that friend group, Ron and Alicia and Diana, people I used to hang out with, and, and those, those days in high school. So that's... Uh, that's a good choice. That's, that's me. Also, I hate to bring this down, but rest in peace, Chester. A great song. So that's uh, great my video choice. Great with teen angst as well. Yes, of course. <laughs> so that song, like, I remember using it in drama class mm-hmm. when we, we had to do some sort of assignment and someone used it for, for their intro. It was really cool. Cool. Okay. Okay, so, Ms. Vicky Pizzano, what's a song that reminds you of high school? Okay, don't look. I'm not looking. I'm looking back at the instructions here to make sure we're doing this right. Hmm. Maybe I'll look for a clean version. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We can have swearing on this podcast. I'll just uh, we'll have the little red explicit explicit logo next to the uh, iTunes entry. This song, <laughs> 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 which, funnily enough, this was the last song played at our wedding. <laughs> at our wedding. <laughs> at our wedding. It was, and and I, I recall you it. telling a story <laughs> about this song at mm-hmm. your cousin's wedding. No, it was a different... Oh, that was a different Get Low. It's the other Get Low. That's just called Low. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so so this reminds you of high school. Why? Just high school party. Right. (laughs) All the parties. Yeah. I wasn't even that big of a partier until probably grade 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I I think I was the same way. (laughs) Grade 11, I don't know when they started, but... Yeah, we had lots of parties at my friend Audrey's house. Yes. Okay. And, uh... Just this song was all the time. <laughs> On all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Just, it still makes me laugh. And I, there's a movie where Sandra Bullock is singing this and dancing around. <laughs> and I just was like, oh my God. <laughs> it just 
makes me laugh because yeah. it's like you know so this me reminds and another me white of... girl like you know we dance around <laughs> and it's like okay you're wh- too white for this song getting white girl doing? wasted yeah, yeah. this all that's all, like you know I, i'm supposed to chime in with my own story about that um song in particular and you know what i think you kind of hit the nose hit the nail on the head where where it's high school parties you know mm-hmm. that's that's what it sort of reminds me of in that context <laughs> so go ahead and pick a card Ms. Okay. Vicky, it is your turn you can choose read either side a or side b <laughs> okay running on empty you're running the boston marathon and have one mile left to go what song are you blasting Ooh, good one all right, averting my eyes oh my while gosh. you you pick or it's while you think about it, yeah. That's, <laughs> that that seems like a thinker. This one. Oh my god, I have to pick something good. <laughs> <laughs> what song are you blasting on the last mile? It'd be a miracle if I could ever do a marathon. <laughs> so you <laughs> so and me, something you inspirational. And me both. That's why I sit down and record podcasts instead. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't look. <laughs> Yeah, I found it. Eyes are closed. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> it's going to be all rap. <laughs> so I mentioned a lot on the last episode about my, my hip-hop head credentials, but Vicky is out-hopping me <laughs> quite a bit so far. Okay, so why it's this song? It gives me energy. <laughs> it just gives you energy? <laughs> It makes excited. you lose control, even. It does. I like Missy Elliott. Yeah, I know. Yes, this is well documented in our history that you're a fan of Missy Elliott. Far, far too, like, again, like, white girl, stop it. <laughs> but I like this song. It's a great song, and Missy's great. I did mention her, actually, as well, on the podcast. I, I was sneaking into my brother's room to listen to um, some hip-hop records. Um, Super Dupa Fly by Missy Elliott was one of the first records of her I heard with, with um, Socket to Me. That song, it's a good good one by her that I quite enjoy. <laughs> you can't help but dance. It is, it's a dancing. I it's feel a, like it's you a, could like run and dance. It's like a run, dancer. You can dance run while run. dancing. There you can you dance your way across the finish line. Okay, so pick. I need a song. Okay, um, okay, here's mine. There were so many good options for that. I could have picked like something you might pick actually. <laughs> okay, no looking. No looking. So <laughs> this is going to be a, a weird one. To to get me across the finish line, I would choose this song. Um, because this one hypes me up quite a bit. Huh. Uh, <laughs> it's it's very like, I don't know why, like how it makes sense in this context, because it's sort of an anti-establishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So we just mentioned Billy Talent because of the whole... But yeah, Viking Death March by mm. Billy Talent. Um, whenever I hear this, if I have like my... Okay, so if I'm at work and I've got my phone, where all my music is now on my phone and I don't have an iPod of any sort, uh, if I've got it on shuffle, this song comes on, all of a sudden I'm working at double time. Like at <laughs> double speed. Like it just... Yeah, it. this one... Same thing. It just gives you energy. It just gets you hyped up. I thought you might play Killing in the Name of. <laughs> it's too slow. Also a good choice. Also a good choice. But yeah, no, I, I love this one. And I love Billy Talent. Local Canadian boys. Can't go wrong. I kind of want to hear the chorus, so hmm. I'll I'll let it play out while I choose the next card. We could flip it. Dun, 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 dun. 
Okay. So here we go. I'm going to do side B this time. I'm going to turn off Billy for a second here. Nothing compares to you. <laughs> Are you as... Oh, so this one is... I think this one is not... Uh, did you do side A or side B when you I did? did a. Maybe side A is uh, a song and side B is... Um, yeah, okay. So I think we have to keep doing side A. Side B is more like questions to get the conversation going, which oh. maybe we can do on the next round. Let's do another side A because the, the music part of it is, is fun. Mm-hmm. So nothing compares to you, side A. Were you ever obsessed with an artist or band? <laughs> what song represents this phase of your life? Okay, I have I'm a good one for obsessed. this. still uh, obsessed. Well, I, I don't think it's the one that you think. Um, because it, specifically the language on the card, this phase of your life, uh-huh. makes me think of one, one. in particular. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, the song that makes me think about, oh boy, there's a lot of good ones on that album. Let me see. Uh, okay. Probably I'm partly choosing this one for you. Cause I know you like this one too. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, because this is a song, uh, this is probably one of the first album. The reason this reminds me of a certain phase in my life, cause this is again, going to go back to the high school age. It's the first album I played front to back to front to back to front to back several times over and didn't get sick of. And it's, um, it's Maroon 5 songs about Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is secrets by them. I'm, uh, I'm just a tad, uh, upset that the rest of their albums just did not compare to this first one, which ironically nothing compares to you. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Someone on Facebook, on my Facebook today, was just saying how much they're like. Anyone remember how good that first album was by Rude Five? Oh my God, it was. A couple of friends from university actually. A solid out, just front to back, amazing musicianship and the guitar solos and the composition and everything about it was perfect. And then the second album I enjoyed, but I was like, eh, and then. Kind of. So this very much, yeah, that phase in your life, this one, without a mm-hmm. doubt. This is the first album that I was indeed obsessed with. Um, so we'll go back here and you can choose your entry for this. Oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> it was grooving a little bit. It's okay. All right. Well, no surprise here. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great song. <laughs> so, the year that I met John Mayer, he released this album. <laughs> so You need to elaborate a little on that. <laughs> so, John Mayer came to Toronto, and he had a show at the Molson Amphitheater that night. But that during the day, he came to Sam the Record Man. Mm-hmm. And it was record, still man. there. Yeah, that was. It was there. That dates it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I'll credit my friend Alex for calling me and telling me about it, being like, "Are you going to Sam the Record Man tomorrow?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "John Mayer is going to be there." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, he's signing autographs. You have to be in line. I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, I don't know how I didn't know, but she told me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Alex Webb. <laughs> and god, I lined so up. In this video. I Sorry. totally played hooky that day. <laughs> Yeah, I was, uh, I went with my mom, <laughs> and we we lined up for, like, 
seven hours, got wristbands, met some interesting people. Yeah. And line up. You always do with these kind of things. And uh, I got to, like, I was so starstruck, I didn't even, like, I couldn't speak. I just, actually, I managed to speak, but um, my mom shook his hand. I was too nervous to shake his (laughs) hand. But we both got autographs, and actually, the, the guy behind us in line his friend couldn't make it because she was sick or like her, her somebody in her family was sick so she was missing it and he like put John Mayer on the phone it was amazing oh man so she was like ah <laughs> yeah so what a great story yeah and what a great song I'm so glad you chose this one this was a solid album I think the last one was solid all of them were solid mm-hmm. to an extent he, he hasn't stared us wrong mm-hmm. Vicky and I are huge mayor heads, if that's mm-hmm. not already evident. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, this obsession has still continued. For, for <laughs> both of us to an extent. Probably Vicky a bit more so than me. He's so, my other husband. Uh, well, let's not take it that far. <laughs> if you will, Ms. Pisano Chamis, please uh, choose the next card. And we'll do side A again, and then maybe we can do like a side B next time. Okay. And just have a, a proper convo about music. And then we can finish off with a side A. I feel like we could just have it in the background. Lower. Okay. Cats in the Cradle. What's a song you love because of your parents? Share a memory about this song. Oh, how sweet. Okay. Oh, it's my... I'm up first. Okay. You're up first. Mm Mm-hmm. Song mm-hmm. that you love because mm-hmm. of your parents. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be a tricky one. It My parents listen to mostly Arabic music. I think you have <laughs> a little more to, to, to go on. I this. have a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, there's so many to choose from. Oh brother. Um Oh, this is tough. I can't take too long, or else. <laughs> That's okay. I can edit around it. <laughs> you make it seem like you took no time at all. Okay. It's uh, honestly okay, the I more time you think, one. the more time I have to think. So, so you can take You're your gonna, time. With... This is funny. Um... <clears throat> well, I gotta think of one that reminds me of my parents. Wow. Okay. I'm ready in a second. Oh, I don't want that version. Ah, <laughs> uh, think of me. From Phantom of the Opera. That's, yeah. That's um, um, Emmy. Emmy Rossum, yeah. This doesn't play well for audio, but uh, we are using YouTube to find most of these songs, and, and uh, it's it's Emmy Rossum in Phantom of the Opera singing... Um, think of me she was like 16 and this came out yeah but this is not the version that i knew from no, my parents right but. but it's the this is the one that reminds you of them so why why does this remind oh, man. you of your we folks? listen to this all the time in the car <laughs> growing up so i knew the whole musical before even seeing it i just knew all the songs so from my parents playing the cd that they got from when they saw it in toronto on broadway cool or i get you can say broadway toronto right <laughs> Toronto on Broadway. Toronto the the, the Toronto's whatever District. Toronto's yeah version of Broadway is. 
Okay. So this is a tricky one for me because you have one that reminds you of both of your parents, which is nice. For me, I don't have one song that particularly reminds me of both of them. I know their musical tastes are similar when it comes to English music, um, but I, it, they're much more similar when it comes to Arabic music. So um, uh, uh, this is the one I would say, and you can avert your eyes. I'm not even sure if you know this one, but uh, I'm going to say this one. Almost anything by Frank Sinatra reminds me of my dad, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to rule that out right away. Mm-hmm. But this one um, springs to mind right away when I think about uh, my my folks or like memories of my folks and music, because th- my mom sang this constantly every time it came on in the car. So "Seasons in the Sun" by Terry Jacks. <laughs> my mom loved the chorus of the song and would sing it all the time. Um, we would always be long car rides, especially like road trips. We'd listen to like 1050 Chum or whatever at the time. And it was like the oldie station. And, um, this is one of the few that I would remember my mom, uh, when it gets to the chorus, blasting the radio and singing along Mm to, um, you know, I didn't see her do that often, but with this song, I saw her do that. Um, and because of that, it's this part particularly is stuck in my head and will always be stuck in my head to the end of time nice yeah I think you showed me this song I didn't know it before yeah good tune so that's that um let's do a side B sure and then we'll just have like a little conversation about music Thon's music which seems odd but um then we'll finish off with one more side a how's that sound sounds good to okay me. so here we go side b everybody dance now <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> when was your first school dance <laughs> who was your date <laughs> and do you like dances <laughs> okay so first school dance I'm gonna I'm gonna let you answer this oh, first, okay. and then I'll ch- chime well, in because I need time to think answers. about this. There's like several. First school dance was in grade six. Okay. Grade six graduation. I, I think, went to public school. Right. So, so it's K the to grand six, dance. and then you graduate grade six, and then you go to middle school for two years, and then you graduate grade eight, and then you go to high school, and you graduate grade twelve. Mm-hmm. But grade six was the first uh, big dance, and. Uh, d- it was who was my date? I was too young to have a date, <laughs> but I think I danced with like everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. I danced with several boys, and I remember being very, very happy <laughs> that I did that. So that answers the last question <laughs> of do you like dances? Uh, and I think also the fact that you've already regaled us with the tale of you doing dance as you grew up. <laughs> You're obviously a dancer. I was, I was always the friend who in like high school I'd be like, let's go to the dance, let's go to the dance. And then all my friends were like, no, it's lame. I don't want to go to the dance. Yeah, I was definitely one of those people. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so or that was middle school and then high school I just went regardless. So. Right. I think most more people were kind of warming up the idea of the dance mm-hmm. uh, as I got older just because uh, we started to believe less and less the myth about uh, the opposite sex having cooties. <laughs> so I think I went to a K to eight school. I didn't have a middle school graduation like you, but that being said, I think 
grade six was also my first school dance, if I recall correctly. And I did not have a date either. I was too young. Um, I danced with maybe like two or three girls. Um, it, it, it was, you know, we were at that age where it's just like, there's the two or three girls in the class that all of the boys want to dance with. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but for the most part, uh, you know, all the boys are on one side and the girls <laughs> are on the other side. And then every now and then one of us will get the courage to go up and it's, <laughs> do you want to dance? And, and uh, I was not a fan <laughs> of dances <laughs> growing up, uh, and, but I did sort of warm up to them as I got older. And I particularly remember, I think the grade eight grad one, we had like a much music video dance oh or something. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Um, so that was cool. I had fun. I had fun at that because <laughs> it was a much music video dance and all of us were glued to our TVs watching <laughs> much music at the, that age when there was actually music on much music. <laughs> One of the people I danced with at the dance, I, we, uh, I'm still friends with him today. So that's pretty cool. There you go. Back in grade six graduation. Cool. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you this one because oh. I just did that one. So this one more side A. Let's do one more side A and then we can wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Remember the time. What was your favorite song on the first album you ever bought? Oh, good one to wrap up with. Uh, <laughs> well, the mind's going to be weird, but... I have to, like, look up the track listing. <laughs> okay, don't it's, look. It's asking what the first song is it is? No, your favorite song. Your favorite song. Okay, on cool. the first album you ever bought. Your favorite song the first so, album you ever bought. I think... I know what for... Oh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's what, that's what this is all about. Okay, don't look. I'm not looking. I have to, like, look up the whole album. <laughs> I think I have an idea, but... Oh, I like this one. All right, let's just pick this one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Our Canadian boys who often get flack. I don't know why. They were good. Nickelback. Where do I hide? You know what? Listen to how people, hard crunchy this guitar is. People can, people can um, you know, talk all they want about... Uh, their disdain for Nickelback but in terms of our generation this was a lot of people's first album I happen to know some people who are very much anti-Nickelback who this was their first album <laughs> so you know I mean and it had swearing in it Led Heat oh there you go so it was it was edgy being an edgy teenager I have to hear the whole thing now <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to save that for after the podcast sweetheart um, so the issue with me, I'll let this keep rolling, uh, because you're clearly into it as I remember mine. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna scooch the volume down a tad. I don't actually remember the first album that I bought, that I went out and bought with my own money, but I do remember the first album that I got as a gift, um, or the first album that I owned. The first one, the first CD that I actually owned, I got as a gift. And I remember my favorite track off of that. And uh, I'm going to play it right now. Um, let me just... Uh... <laughs> so the first album that I ever received as a gift and the first one that I ever owned was... Uh, I might have mentioned this on the last episode. Puff Daddy and the Family... No way out. 
And this is Victory off that album. Uh, this is the first time that I heard Busta Rhymes, too, which uh, kind of sparked an ongoing obsession with him for a little while. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, I mentioned a lot of uh, my sort of intro to hip-hop on uh, episode one of this podcast. This was very much a catalyst for that, because uh, just such a such a good... like. Just listen to that epic, like, instrumental in the background. I don't think I know this. It's very, it sounds like triumph. Well, the song's called Victory, but yeah, it sounds super, like, triumphant. This would also work maybe for that, uh, running that song. marathon song <laughs> and pick two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Just this, this was the catalyst. This is a good place to end because this is the catalyst for my, my hip hop headness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it proves that I, uh, I still have uh, a little bit of uh, of hip hop in me. And the Vicky was beating me out with the, the hip hop <laughs> tracks at the beginning of this. Uh, yeah, this I ended game. with a rock song. Um, this was fun. I want to keep going. You want to keep going? <laughs> one Let's more do question. one more. Let's do one more. Um, okay, cool. Did, did you pick the last one? I'll pick yeah, one more. You, you okay, that. here we go. I'll stop this in the meantime. All right. One more side last, A. Last one. Last one. one. Let's hope it's good. Love Hurts. Okay, oh, this is a good one. Juicy. What song reminds you of getting your heart broken? Oh, God. And who was the first person to break <laughs> your heart and when? Oh, you go first. Uh, do you have one? I think I do. Getting okay. your heart broken. I have one. Oh, a song that reminds you of getting your heart broken. Uh, <laughs> you were the heartbreaker. Uh, so clearly you did not know me before 2008 um, <laughs> Let me see Jeez, this is a tough one Because um, I know that I have some Your own song Yeah, it's songs <laughs> that I've written about mm-hmm. being uh, heartbroken um, We both have those Yeah So, okay I'm going to go? cheat a okay. little bit Um because I didn't know this song the first time I got my heart mm. broken. But when I heard it later, it. <laughs> I very much identified with the heartbreak in this song. Because this is truly one of the most heartbreaking songs what I've ever heard. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly my thoughts. It's so sad. I remember going to a Stevie's concert um, with my brother. He took me... It's still the best concert I've ever been to, by the way. My brother took me to see Stevie Wonder. And he played this song. And the song is all about someone essentially cheating on, on Stevie. And he, he's, he's learning about it little by little. And my brother, who's not an emotional guy, turns to me with a kind of sullen look on his face and goes, Man, who would ever cheat on Stevie? <laughs> And I was Aww. like, I know, right? Aww. So, yeah. Um, but this one hurts, man. And the first person to break my heart? Probably my first year's girlfriend when I was like... We dated for like six months and then mm. it didn't work. And I was heartbroken. And like I said, I didn't know the song at the time. But if I did, maybe <laughs> I, maybe I would have gotten through it quicker. Who knows? Can I pick... Can I show two? You want to do two? Yeah, why not? Let's end with two. I have two. So. You got two? You've, you've had your heart broken a lot? <laughs> it's by the same person. Oh, jeez. Oh. 
They ruined two good songs. Oh, no, don't say that. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Yours is really good, though. I love this song. It's because my two has to be as good as your one. Okay, all right. <laughs> Beautiful, Steve. I know. Oh, that piano part. So good. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, hear all right. I'm gonna cry again. Uh, <laughs> I, I looked too soon. I wasn't supposed to, but yeah, this is a good song. Matthew Goodband, Apparitions. That last one was Stevie Wonder, Lately, by the way. I don't know if we've been saying the names of all the songs, but we probably should. <laughs> yeah, so also my first uh, serious boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> He just liked this song. So. Mac Good. I like this. It's Apparitions. This this one kind of reminds me of high school because my friend group in high school were Mac Good fans. <laughs> a lot of them. He has a very like sad tone to his voice. Yeah, he does. He really does. All right. What's your okay, here? What's second your second one? one? Yeah, the second one has more. Uh, and I won't look this time yeah, no looking. prematurely. Another Canadian boy too, isn't he? That good? Or no, yeah. maybe is he? Yeah. Okay. Part two. Part two of heartbreak. <laughs> I have to go to the line. <laughs> There's a specific line that hurts every time. It did for a while. Okay. Now I'm okay. <laughs> Let's hope so. But we're skipping. Okay, so it's Yellow by Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the one line. <laughs> I think I know what the line is. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's coming. <laughs> For you, I bleed myself right there. dry. <laughs> yep. Say so. what you want about Coldplay, but that's that's a lyric. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Chris Martin, who is this about? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know. Was it Gwyneth? <laughs> oh no. No, no. This was before them. <laughs> Way or before. During Gwyneth. the, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, that was the. It's a sad note to end because, on, but. <laughs> because, uh, the story behind that was. They had written like a note and they wrote that in there. Oh, jeez. I was like, God damn. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it's just, you know. But it's still a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. And this was a fun game. It was. We might <laughs> keep playing for a little while after we uh, hit the stop button. But uh, that was Songversations by Eric Hutchinson. <laughs> um, and uh, I hope that you enjoyed our little playthrough of this game. Uh, All the silliness. And the silliness. Um, I have mentioned time and time again that I and Victoria are both musicians. I I do plan on sharing this podcast on social and hoping that Eric Hutchison catches a glimpse mm-hmm. of it. And Eric, if you're listening, this is free promo for your game. Please <laughs> make us opening acts the next time you come to Toronto. <laughs> and um, yeah. We'll that. send you a demo. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> it. Thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of Amuse. Thanks for listening. Thank my lovely guest, Victoria Pisano. Thank you for uh, joining us. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, that's that. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>